0: You are listening to Spawn on Me on ESN.fm. everybody to the spawn of me podcast this is episode 80 of our show i'm your host Khalif adams and i'm joined this week and every week with the best point forward in the game the anthony to my mason the uh the glenn to my robinson the paul to my pierce that sounded really kind of gross hey cicero holmes how are you doing sir what
1: up what up so i am uh, you know, rest in power to Anthony Mason. I am a six foot ten drunk with uh with crazy designs in my head that <laughs> yeah. that can shoot the three with a porn stash. There you oh, go. you know, have a porn stash in your game? No, that I mean that's Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce has a he has a porn stash. He does not, he. <laughs> He no. He has one of those kind of we call those crustaches because yeah, they're yeah. not really yeah, mustaches. it's not a real
0: mustache. It's not got got a real mustache. He must. got a crustache because it doesn't really look like a real mustache.
1: Word. Um, yeah,
0: he has one of those, from what I remember. And it's it's <laughs> always weird. So 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 my wife went to school with Paul Pierce. Oh word. Oh okay. Yeah, I thought he was a, from LA. No, well I mean well, he's he went to he went to KU though.
1: Mm. He went oh, to okay. KU. Right. 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 Okay. He's a, he's a he's college, a rock okay. chalk
0: Jayhawk. Right. From, right. She went. To, she went to school with him and uh, the dude who is on the Oklahoma Thunder. He is the very tall white guy who doesn't do much but
1: stand there. Cole, I forgot. Uh, not Cole Lord Aldridge. Um, he's, he's an he's older dude. The- he's he's an older player.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. It? On the it's team not team. Scott Pageant because he's not in the league He's not in the league anymore. The so league anymore but that's the, that, I, when that I think of tall white like dudes who like didn't do shit Jack. when they were playing the league. It's Greg Scott Ostertag. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my god, Greg Ostertag. Remember Greg Ostertag? Yes. Oh sir. God. Yes, sir. Oh. That dude was
1: he was he was big country point 0. 0.5 oh my um, god, he was so bad. He was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, Nick's almost traded for him thanks to uh, Frank Layden Oh God! Um, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that, what I will say before I say, you know, before I ask how you're doing, is I'm very excited for episode 80. This is the Jerry Rice episode. Um, I'm Ooh. bringing that back. Wow. The greatest of all time. He is, Jerry, he is the greatest. Jerry Rice. You. Uh, he is. He is not the greatest speaker of all time.
2: <laughs> um,
1: if anyone has seen his um, Ring of Honor. Ceremony and his speech for his Ring of Honor ceremony, he he wanted to let everybody know, you know, give a tribute to Bill Walsh. So he said something like, uh, "Everybody, take your finger that's next to the thumb and lower it and raise it in the air." No, he didn't. Yes, the finger next to the thumb, not the no, point he, of no, finger, he, no, not didn't. your index finger. I don't believe you. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's, I, I, it's I, right. I don't believe you. It, it I, is there. This the Internet knows the you're internet telling lies knows. right now because that is the dumbest shit I've heard all week. Hey, hey, it's it's Jerry Rice. He is a football. I mean, he got hit in the head. A lot. Somebody somebody hugging me with these two long things on my <laughs> right, body. Yes. <laughs> on my sides. <laughs>
0: somebody please touch me in, right. the, in, in the place next mm. to my belly.
1: Wrap around me with your two long things. <laughs> <laughs> Who put this hole in my torso? Right.
0: <laughs> sir Jerry, Jerry, that's your belly button, Jerry. Right. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for telling me
1: so many things. Right. Uh, yes. He is oh, a my he is a dance champion. He is I was gonna a, say dancing with the stars is yeah, own, Jerry he, Wright. Yes, he is a a Hall of Famer, NFL Hall of Famer, four time Super Bowl champion. Um, but he is—he will not win a spelling bee. He will <laughs> he never be, he? be a spelling bee champion. Jerry, Akela, can you please Akela.
0: spell forty nine? Is he like four
1: nines. nine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Period. Where's the where's the er button? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, poor Jerry Rice. I love Jerry. But, I love you know him, what? Jerry. Jerry's laughing him. all the way to the goddamn bank. Hell, though.
1: yes, he is. He right? He ain't worried about us. Um, I mean, you know,
0: hey, he's doing better than Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, word. Yes.
1: I mean, he can read. He just can't speak.
0: (laughs) If you you wanted to make the best clone or the best athlete that you ever could Uh, for reading is fundamental, you would mix Jerry Rice and Floyd Mayweather together. Oh, my gosh. Because then you have one person who can read and one person who can write. Uh, One person who can
1: speak and the other person who can write. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, they would be super fast with great hands. You know, yeah, there, there, you would be Jerry, there would be Jerry. Rice. Right? Yes, Jerry Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Seinfeld, Seinfeld <laughs> episode. Right. Right. Jerry Mayweather Oh God! Um, all, right, all right, enough all of right. that. Yeah, enough of that. How are you, sir? How are you doing? I'm,
0: I'm good. I'm good. I had a I had a really long week. It was um it was really busy at at work, which was crazy. Uh, but I survived and made it through. Um, and it was really it was really good. I had a lot of gaming done, and it, you know it's been really bad, and we'll kind of, we 'll talk about this after the music break, but you know it's been really bad when you have slept on the couch twice
1: because you, <laughs> you've been
0: gaming real hard, and i've been gaming so hard that I got in trouble because I slept, I slept on the couch because I was up to at least three o'clock right. two nights of a row. Two nights in a row, right. uh, three in the three in the morning. Just like, oh shit, right. I need to go to bed because I have a job and I have to go to work. Right. So well, it was yeah. a good it was a good week. Work. You? Right. How was everything yeah. on your end? I
1: mean, everything is everything is great. Uh, I mean, there are a you know a metric ton of games that are out there to play, mm-hmm. and, and not only <laughs> are there uh, the volume of games is is great, um, but the 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 depth of the games that are out um, is, is cavernous. Uh, So, so, you know, lots of time has to be invested uh, in order to really, really delve deep and, and feel knowledgeable about this pastime that this hobby that we love. So it has been,
0: it has been almost take it's, it's taken its toll on my marriage in (laughs) weird ways where people who are who who follow me or who are friends with me on facebook and friends with my wife who are gamers are all talking about destiny and all like commiserating with it with each other like yo my wife got mad at me yo my husband got mad at me yo (laughs) (laughs) i've been playing super super hard um Mm But but it's good it's good news for gaming at least you know we we can't say that we have nothing to play that's right that, that's, right yeah you that is not something you that. can't say yeah
1: you definitely can't say that that's that is for damn sure um, but uh, yeah so I mean all all of that is well and good but uh, we would be remiss if we didn't get into our obligatory housekeeping and uh, the first and foremost the the thing that we want to say is thank you guys for uh, repping the show and following the show and listening and sharing it. Um, it it's it's really been great. Uh this last episode that we had uh with the the enigmatic, unbelievable Steve Gaynor. Um <laughs> he it was it has done the show has done exceptionally well, um but just the light that I have in my life has has grown uh several lumens. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a scientific term for y'all. Uh, just, just from just from being in the same space with Steve Gaynor, because he is amazing. I,
0: it was it was weird because you know you you want to meet people that you really kind of have an appreciation for and you like the like what they do and I had met him in real life and got a chance to play the game and and had met him on some other occasions prior to that, but. You never really get a good sense of how dope somebody is until you have them like, in a space for, for a kind of decent amount of time. Right.
1: <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> for two hours.
0: And Steve is fucking dope. Like, yeah. Steve is dope, and Nina's dope, and Noelle is dope. Like, that whole crew over at Fulbright, you know, they rep the show really hard, and and uh, Steve has been great about tweeting out the show and, and all that stuff. And check this out. We got a retweet from Don Lewis. Word! Say- Don Lewis, Jaleesa from A Different World. Jaleesa is Sheila. Sheila is
1: Jaleesa. Say word.
0: Gave us a big old fat shout out, a big old fat retweet of the show. Oh. I was like, that's
1: pretty dope. That is super dope.
0: That's super dope. So I was like, and then uh, a parody, not a parody account, uh, a fan account of A Different World shouted us out to too. Yeah. <laughs> dope so it's so it's weird how all these things are kind of coalescing and moving towards each other it's like it's like it's a coma different world singularity happening right now all, we're I'll all gonna it. meet we're all gonna meet at some point and then it's gonna explode into you know african medallions and spaceships it's gonna be dope right it's gonna be real dope so so thank you again to everybody who has shared the show especially if you have been on ios and iOS had an update that kind of borked some people's app uh, their podcasting app if people are using that. So we're hoping that that gets fixed soon because the, a lot of a lot of the people who have been listening to our show do it directly on their iOS devices. So if you have been having trouble with that, stick with us and hopefully that app will get better. You can always uh download the show on Overcast and and, and other uh apps of choice. So right. yeah, yeah rem- remember to yeah, player fam and and all those other uh apparatus i e Or
1: or you could um just get an Android device and and live like the rest of the humans
0: or you can listen to the show on our homepage of spawn dot me that can is totally correct just listen to that you can listen to the episode we have a right. player right there and you'll see our
1: pretty faces or the pretty face of the guest uh right. every week so you can do that too good pointer um but speaking speaking of ios um uh, what wasn't borked um was the the rate the reviews and the ratings that you guys have given us um we've we've gotten several more ratings and several more reviews uh since the last time we we talked about them a few months back um, but uh, yeah we want to read some of them for you guys and want to first and foremost uh before we even read them thanks thanks so much guys for for sending them out they they mean more to us than you realize they mean more to, more to us than 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 we can even convey so. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you for doing it, and uh, and for those of you who haven't, please do so. So make us feel good.
0: Yeah, send us, send us your love. Send it yeah. through the internet. Send it through carrier pigeon or voicemail. We'd right. love that. Right. I, I kind of wish we had. I wish
1: there was more movement on the speak
0: pipe part because I would love to hear your voices. About, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: that would that be that would stuff. be great. Um, uh, speaking of, um, not necessarily speak pipe, but there's a voicemail that for the GTR crew, and I left them a, uh, a voicemail. So hopefully it'll be in a, an upcoming show. I think it, it may have already aired, um, but I'm not positive yet. I, I'm I'm a couple of behind guys. So um, yeah. if if it has, let me know. Tweet me. Let me know. Um, yeah, you can be like 43 for all of us. Yeah, you know. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I, I, I want to read a few of these reviews and, uh, you know, shout out some of the some of the some of our our residents of Chicago who have can can you do it in Jerry Vo- in Jerry Rice voice oh yes I can do I will do it in Jerry Rice voice uh the first is from Beardy Blue Beardy Blue said no I'm just not gonna <laughs> fuck your shit up Beardy Blue uh thanks a lot um he says uh uh or, or they say I think it is I think it is a guy but I'm not positive uh tackling important issues with great guests I'm a new listener and can't wait to dig all the way in on this one. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much, Beauty Blue. Shout out to Beauty Blue. Yeah. And then uh, next one is Dafuan. Dafuan. Uh, this is Jerry Rice's voice. This is Jerry Rice's voice. Um, Dafuan, <laughs> uh, Dafuan says, as someone who grew up loving video games, but has devoted much of my time as an adult to other pursuits, I still really enjoy this podcast. This is not video game journalism in a bubble. There is a whole life to being a gamer that transcends button mashing and incorporates your experiences outside of video games. Nowhere is this more true than in the reports and interviews conducted by Ka and Cicero. They get into hardcore gaming topics, but somehow keep it relatable to people that may only have a peripheral awareness of some of the topics. They also delve deep into the issues surrounding games and gameplay. Go BraCago. Go BraCago is right. Bracago is the place to be. Difuan, great review. You you hit on all the points. You're exactly right. Thank you so much. And, I love you, uh, so you Daifuan. Yes, yeah, so happy that you uh, that you live in Bracago. I'ma hug you, Difuan, when I see you. Oh, word. Okay, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> use those two long things and wrap them around somebody. I'm um, going right. to talk to you with these two appendages on my face. Right. I'm going to flap these two things by my hole on my face. <laughs> <laughs> this, sounds, this, show, this show has gone from Spawn on me to the green mile right. real quick. Anyway. Um, so MC surf says these two guys are awesome and they tend to bring your right, by the way, and they tend to bring along some great guests also right. By the way, uh, <laughs> the show is just as funny as it is informative, and they have fascinating views on gaming that everyone should hear. Please keep making great content. Y'all are the highlight of my podcast queue. Aw, thanks, man. That's dope. Yeah, that is dope. Thank That's you so much. Dope. And you know
0: what? It's really quick. Yeah. I was doing a quick search of just, like, how saturated the podcasting scene is right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going to say this on Twitter, but I might as well say it here, is... When we say we really are thankful for everything that you guys have done in, in our community and for folks who are listening and sharing our show, you really have no idea how hard it is to to garner an audience in this space at yeah. this moment. Podcasting yeah. right now is the hottest medium going. Right. And it's really hard for us to be in the top 200 of the other game section of the video game section of iTunes every week. Right. So you guys doing what you have been doing has been, you know,
1: amazing. So yes. continue. Yeah. Please, please keep it up. Uh, please keep rating and reviewing and doing things like uh, Nathan's did. is uh, <laughs> it's, it's like Nathan GSM. So I'm not sure if it's, Nathan GSM, or if it's Nathanisms, let
0: me show you some R- Nathanisms,
1: <laughs> girl. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Nathanisms says, "I like this podcast enough to rate and review it on iTunes, even though I don't use iTunes. That's how much I like it. I mean, that, that is that is but- the dopest." <laughs> that
0: is the realest dream yeah. ever <laughs> when you when you cuz mind you i hate itunes i hate it yeah. i really do not i really don't like itunes but <laughs> I, for folks that for folks to download itunes and give us a review that's dedication that's you get like gold star status if there was a frequent flyer mile status for Chicago, you would have it <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty dope
1: oh man yeah so uh yeah so thanks thanks so much everybody uh keep them coming so we can keep reading them and uh, keep telling everybody about them so that we can uh, move up into the top 100, in the top 50, in the top 10, and then be the top one. We want to still be number one, one, one.
0: The last show, actually, the last show, episode 79, was Steve from Fulbright. Right. Um, it was in the, what? Um, what is it, uh, hottest or top episodes in iTunes last oh, week. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So, your, your voice is... Uh, through listening (laughs) actually pushing us into really good spaces on iTunes and podcast charts. So thank you for that. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you So, so much.
0: So uh, what is also dope is people standing up for their rights. Yes. And what we kind of do here is kind of advocate for that. So, you know, one of our earlier shows we had, one of our earliest shows had one of the most amazing voice actors in the game, Dave Fennoy, on it. Yes. Uh, You should definitely go check that out. Yes. Um, And there's a conversation happening with many of the top voice actors in video gaming right now about going on strike, which is pretty damn Crazy because we've heard for lots of time uh, before, you know, video games were really a thing. And, you know, we had the big writer's strike in the, you know, the television and movie space that kind of gave way to uh, reality TV as we have it now. Right. Um, we're seeing that happening in the video game space because video games have gotten really big. You know, people right. are people are selling multi-million, uh, ver- multi-millions of copies of games. Right. And some of the voice actors who are some of the top uh, folks in their craft are not feeling like they're getting compensated. And they're also trying to kind of pull everybody up with them while they while they mm-hmm. kind of do that. So right. um, it looks like some folks uh, are having some beef between the, publish- the publishers and SAG-AFTRA, AF- which is the union representing the actors. Right. And they're looking to kind of go on strike. They said, um, let's see so that they re- they're asking for a reasonable performance bonus for every 2 million copies or downloads sold or 2 million unique subscribers to online games only with a cap of 8 million unit subscribers and union rights um, that shakes out potentially to four bonus payments for the most successful games 2 million 4 million 6 million and 8 million copies right so basically the biggest games of the season the call of duties the destinies the um, uh, the uncharted stuff in uh, every game that nolan North and or uh what do you call it is in I forgot his name
1: uh nolan North or nolan uh, north or, or what's the other guy's uh, name oh, Fuck. why can't I why? think of his why he's uh, a prettiest Ford, man he, yeah he is he is like a uh, a uh, uh, like a quadruple d- threat um he delivers pizza he sings in songs he's got a beautiful face. I don't oh fuck. why can why I
0: can't I, I, you keep you keep talking I'll find it yeah okay
1: um yeah so I, the I mean the thing the thing that's that's cool is that these guys are, you know they're they're really standing up because you know I mean what's happened is you look at the guys who were uh that were the main protagonists in GTA 5 um who for the most part were low-level actors who were really trying to make their names for themselves as working actors and you know had been in bit roles all over the place, wind up in this blockbuster, um, you know, by far one of the biggest grossing pieces of, of art um, or entertainment ever. Um, I, I think the, the report just came out. There were like 30 million copies of, of uh, GTA five that have been sold since, you know, in, in its lifetime sold through not two stores. These are mm-hmm. in, in houses, um, and they, you know, they got their fee and that was it. And then, you know, if they go back in for another session of mocap and studio work, then they'll get, you know, then they'll get paid again for that. But they weren't getting paid for any of the other stuff that they were, that they were doing. Um, right. So right. that's, that's crazy. And what's his yeah. name? Troy Baker. Duh. Yes. Troy the Baker. prettiest
0: man yeah. in, in yeah. voice acting yeah. today. Yeah, I'm, I saw Troy, Troy Baker, uh, at PAX or no, at E3. Uh huh. Yo, Troy is pretty as shit.
1: Yeah, it, see, you know, I mean, that's what happens when you get that voice money and and you know, you just you've just been blessed. So Troy's
0: a handsome ass man. Right. It's like one of those things where you're just like, Oh, you're real you're you're really handsome. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't expect like it's there's a weird thing where you don't expect voice actors to be right, handsome. Right. You got a,
1: you got a face for radio.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, you should be a hand model, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs>
0: but, but the crazy, but the crazy thing is, so you have, you have uh, this potential strike happening. They're still kind of trying to figure out if they're actually going to do it. Uh, they're going to take a vote, and they need seventy-five percent of the voting voting members to kind of approve okay. for them to actually do it. They said if the if it's successful, members would uh, be unable to work during the strike, and the union would ask that non-members abide by the action as well. So that right. means that there wouldn't be any. Uh, scabs scabs, right. scabs on online doing stuff so hey if you want either Cicero or myself to do any voice acting for your upcoming games if you strike we are totally available and we right. would definitely like to do it I ain't
1: crushing no picket lines I stand I'm, with Phil Lamar Phil uh, come yo. come to Bracago. Phil I love you son I would love for
0: Phil Lamar to come on the
1: yeah, show yo so. Phil Lamar is dope and, and uh, you know shout out to Keith David um, cause he keeps ignoring me so shout out to Keith <laughs> David for ignoring the shit out of me but, uh, yeah, you know, come through, man. come through. <laughs> that would dope.
0: That would be dope. So, so the crazy thing is as well, is if this strike goes down, there's a lot of support already from some of the biggest folks in the game already. Like right. you said, Phil Lamar, Will Wheaton, Jennifer Hale, Ashley Burch, Steve right. Blum, and a couple of other folks as well. And if you want to see kind of how the conversation is happening on social media, check out the hashtags, uh, hashtag Performance Matters, and I am on board 2015. Yes. Um, so that's a way that you can kind of peek in and see if right. the games that you will see in the future will actually have some of your favorite voice actors in it. Uh, if not then we know that folks are on strike right. that's going to be kind of Yeah crazy. because
1: they they basically they've gone to uh they've gotten a, a media blackout um and so they're not really reporting anything else and and so we won't know until the strike happens or it doesn't really um and if if sag After gets their way and 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 the publishers don't budge, then we'll be reading a lot in video games going forward. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> For if you mix. ever wanted to read, if you ever
0: wanted to have like it'll it'll be the silent the
1: silent uh, right, right. era of games. <laughs> <Right. and> games. <laughs> We're gonna have the piano playing. It'll just be silent, silent <laughs> action, and it'll be like a silent movie where shit would happen, and then another screen will pop up, and it'll just be text. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Like that, those would be your cutscenes. The yeah, cutscenes Im- would just be black and text.
0: <laughs> imagine it. Imagine if they pulled in other voice actors from other places. So imagine we'll just have video games that are voiced by Siri and Cortana, right? <laughs> whoever, whoever those right. actors and, the, and actresses are, right?
1: The Google, the Google voice person.
0: Yeah, it, wait, is there a Google voice person? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I never used it.
1: Oh, because you know what? Listen, so uh, there is we're going to get off topic just for a quick second. So, you know, the new iPhone uh, was just announced and has been released and people have it. And it's amazing. And they've got this commercial with uh, one of the SNL alums on it. And he's like, yeah, I can do all these amazing things like. Ask Siri what bow tie pasta give me show me images of bow tie pasta. I've been able to do that for like four years on my on my Google. Like yeah. I could just ask Google to do things and it Google does it. Like that shit's worked for years. Um so welcome to like twenty eleven iPhone users, we hear this all the time. We're not going to go
0: into that argument because right. I hear it all the time. <laughs> Whatever, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you got it before, but it was whack, and now it's better. Oh yeah, anyway. yeah.
1: and now it's better because it's on an Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, because yeah. I paid five hundred dollars. All ecosystems uh, matter, right? Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so there is a Google Voice, um, and and the Google Voice talks back to you, and you know, sounds vaguely like you Know Cortana or uh, and then looks through your underwear drawer and tells on you, right? Right, well, yeah, it looks through everything. It, the, Google knows everything that you're doing, Google knows that we're recording right now. Actually, Google does know that we're recording right now because <laughs> we're, we're recording in a hangout, right? But, um, but yeah, Google knows everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, you know what I thought was interesting from this, what I didn't know before, uh, before reading this article. Was that and you know I guess it was kind of obviously you know these these the voice actors obviously are sag um, because they're actors, um, but also I didn't realize that there was like a branch dedicated to video game voiceover mm-hmm. um, which is which is telling I mean you know so I mean the first thing is that we all know that video games are the largest form of entertainment in terms of uh, earnings. Uh, in in Hollywood or in entertainment, um, you know, far outseeding, you know, outgrossing both books and movies combined. And this year, um, based on the, the number of blockbusters that are going to be released over the next eight weeks, uh, you know, I'm sure that number is going to skyrocket um, just just off the off the strength of the games that are coming out over the next, you know, the, the last quarter of, of the of the year. So mm-hmm. uh it you know good for these guys uh, it, you know in my opinion uh good for these guys for trying to make sure that not only them but everyone who comes after them who precedes them will have an opportunity to really kind of reap the benefits um that these games make um you know or you know reap reap some of the rewards from from the games uh because it is it is kind of dependent on their talents. Um, but what I would also like to see, and I don't know if this happens or not, I would also like to see that the developers get points based on you know, based on the work that they that they do. And if the game does really, really well, maybe they do get an extra, you know, two percent bonus or a three percent bonus or something, you know, something to that effect. That I mean it's nice. gonna
0: be one of those weird things like I remember I used to work at ASCAP. Uh-huh. So if you don't know what ASCAP is, ASCAP, and there's two, there's three, it's hats uh, for your butt, ASCAP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's stupid,
0: so dumb that that was the first thing that came to your mind because it was fucking funny. I hate you. Um, so I can't even. Say. Anyway, so so ASCAP uh, is one of the music sanctioning bodies, basically that r- that runs. Uh, royalties and who gets paid what when you, when a song gets played on the radio. It's, there's ASCAP and BMI, and I used to work for ASCAP in their international uh, division. So I would kind of peek behind the curtain and see how much money Prince would make on every song that he had played, right. and it, or Jay Z or whatever. And it's it's kind of amazing to see how much money they're getting. But everything is based on quote unquote points. That's the reason why I just mentioned that. Right. Um oh, did I, I say would, points? You did. You totally said points.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. That's a thing.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Because <laughs> uh, you'll hear it in music when people are like, hey, how many points did I get on my song or my album or my, my track or whatever? Um, and you want to make sure that you get – the more points you get is the more of a cut that you get from that. So you'll see people um, like Prince, who was really smart in the way that he went about registering his, his works, was that he would go in – and register not only as an artist, but he would register as a producer. So if you do that on any song that you do, you get more points than you would as just an artist. So I wonder if there is a way, like you said, for game developers to kind of go in and get this kind of stuff. For you know, this is the reason why you saw such a big fight when it came to um, GameStop and how they how they deal with uh, used game sales is because right. resale doesn't necessarily give you the same amount of money that you would when the game is new. Right. So so we'll see how that works itself out in the future and hopefully, you know, hopefully it won't come down to them having to go on strike. It, hopefully they will start to get paid what they're worth and kind of in in accordance to how much a game actually sells and then, you know, we'll have much more dope actors on the on the spot, but it also I'm hoping once you see that if um, becoming a video game actor or actress is lucrative enough, then we'll get more people in the space. Like that could be a thing that would be something that would open it up for other people who aren't just the six or seven people who are kind of getting all the jobs right now. Right. So so we'll see how that plays right. itself maybe, out in the Maybe future. we
1: can forget your name, too. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can be so famous that we forgot who you were. Right. Uh,
1: um, yeah. So. Um these people are famous, also, and they went to a famous place. Uh, Zoe Quinn and Anita S- uh Sarkesian were at the UN recently mm-hmm. uh, to talk about uh, like online harassment, which I thought was really cool. Um, you know, so they they went and and talked to the General Assembly. Um, they were they were part of a, a panel that was talking about again talking about. Um, uh, just I guess like online harassment, uh, gender cyber, bi- uh, gendered cyber bi- violence. Why and can't bullying. I speak and bullying? Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of the UN's UN Women's coalition, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and 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 Zoe and Anita, Anita spent a lot of time talking about their experiences. Uh some of the things that Zoe was saying was, was, you know, very, very chilling. There uh if you go to the UN site there is a uh an on demand piece of their of their talk. Um it's it you know, it sucks it sucks that a year removed, we're roughly you know, September, we're a year from a year removed from Gamergate really kind of finding its traction. And and you know, for the most part, for most sensible people, um, the the GamerGate has pretty much been squashed definitively, and and you know, people know what it is, um, but there is still a fringe element that really believes that the South will rise again, and and <laughs> and kind of hold on to it, and you know, and that you know, and that sucks, um, but just. Hearing some of the things that, that Zoe had to say was was really, really crazy. You know, basically she was like, you know, I don't even have to talk about specifics of, you know, what people are saying. All you have to do is go into my timeline on Twitter and right. you just check my mentions. You know, people are, are um, you know, they're hacking my friends accounts so that they can send me threats and what have you th- via my friends accounts. Like mm-hmm. it's just like you know what a what a waste of fucking time um,
0: I mean the crazy the, the crazy and kind of interesting thing that has sparked from this, and shout out uh, you know this was a gr- is a bigger conversation that was happening during this conference, and it was one that involved not just zoe and and Anita, but it involved folks that are really dope like feminista Jones right. yeah and some other folks who who have been uh, advocates for for fighting these kinds of attacks against women and, and people in the space on 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 online. Uh, platforms for a long time they've been doing it for probably longer than we actually know right um but it the the cool thing about all this was the fact that for all the talk that has happened over the past year about who quote-unquote won the -hmm. whole thing right the 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 parts that have been on that other side have really kind of elevated the conversation to a place where you are seeing folks talk about this in real ways at the United Nations, and you're talking about people who are going to the White House and talking about these things and having conversations with uh, folks in real ways that are like, "Hey, you know, Zoe was at Congress talking about this, right. Right. It, about this kind of harassment." And it was is it it's it's good that that now people are taking this seriously. It's a shame that it took all those things to kind of bubble that up to the top of the page, but. It's giving us through people talking about it in real ways and sharing their experiences. It's making people give the research that they had so the so the broadband commission published a detailed report on the research on this website this was a 48 page document that provided statistics on the rates at which women are harassed on the internet um they said some of the figures presented in the report indicated that 73 percent of women have faced types of online attacks uh uh, the the ones that are the same kinds of attacks that happened to uh, anita and zoe Uh, And additionally, women are 27 times more likely to be victimized on the internet than men. That's it? I I mean, that number weirdly seems low to me. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where, again, you know, statistics are statistics. You can hopefully believe them if you choose to believe them. None of them are necessarily specifically going to be exact because a lot of people just don't report Report it. it. Right, right. You know? And they talked about, you know, how solution, solutions wise, hopefully the, the, the bridge in the gender gap will kind of help, uh, putting, putting these kinds of attacks into lower, lower numbers because we'll just have more women in tech. Right. And hopefully that'll be something that we'll have, uh, to kind of bridge those gaps and push those people out of the space to, to be harassers and and hopefully, uh, get their shit together. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't harass people online. Don't right? Because
1: yeah, some dumbass shit. Um, so Zoe has created a foundation um, called Crash Override, mm-hmm. um, which helps online. You know, if you have if you have been harassed online, or you can talk about prevention. Um, you know how to how to kind of protect yourself, and that's amazing. That's great. What I'm wondering is what is what is our like. What's what's something tangible? What is a tangible solution um, for people that are, you know, obsessive harassers? Like, you know, I mean, every now and then someone's going to say something that is off color. It's the Internet, of course, and especially with gaming. Um, so, you know, people are going to say things that are ridiculous and kind of, you know, off board. But what like what do you think that we could do? To really make someone think twice about cyber stalking someone cyber harassing someone cyber bullying someone uh in a in a very tangible way, what do you think uh you need you need you need
0: Groups that are in every city and every state that have really big motherfuckers who will punch you in the mouth. Right. <laughs> in your
1: flappy things on your face. <laughs> With
0: my two flapper appendages right. on my body. <laughs> right. Um, it, I mean, it's, it's really hard because, you know, free speech is a thing, but right. also free speech has limits, right? right. So like right. free speech is a thing that will get you fucked up if you don't say the right things right. at the right time. And they should. But it's also... Difficult because, you know, everyone has different sensitivity levels. Everyone has different levels of what triggers them. So it's hard to determine what those things are. There are kind of clear cut rules as far as like, what can be, what can be used as harassing language? Mm-hmm. What is violent language? You know, you can say libel is a thing. It's, it's in, it's in the way that we kind of govern our country. It's a, it's an actual law. Right. Um So, you know, the only way that you can do it is, you know, we ta- we thought the anonymity or, or removing anonymity was going to be a thing to make people not do that. And we see that that's not the case. Um, people can you people have used their real names and been assholes on the internet too right um you can't jail people for saying certain things because that's just not the way we do things here and it also like like actual incarceration and yeah like i mean if you make a threat and the person and the person reports the threat and the police follow up on the threat and it and it's something that was real then you then you can go to jail for that right but how many people are going to report that? And, and it's not even necessarily the idea of that reporting something automatically results in action because police many times don't follow through on, on,
1: on reports of things like this. Right. Right. And because unfortunately, unfortunately, Anita Zoe and, you know, and others have, have, uh, have found that out to be the the truth. Yeah. Like there's
0: been so many cases Mm -hmm. that not only they have discussed and talked about how police weren't necessarily forthcoming or, or helpful in respect of being able to, to get their, their legal actions moved upon. If you're not a a high profile person, like those two are, then you definitely aren't necessarily going to get the help that you need uh, to kind of stop, to kind of stop some of these people. So the only thing that I can think that you can do at this point is, Record what your interactions have been with these people, so that you can build a case up for the police if that mm-hmm. actually ever is, if that ever ever comes to that kind right. of point. And we, as a gaming community, have to figure out ways to police ourselves and push people out of those spaces that are doing harm to others. And we also kind of have to set rules for our online spaces in which we see that these these things are happening. It was interesting. I had a really dope mini conversation on Twitter with. Uh, with the homie uh, Gita Jackson. right, um, And I and I brought up the, she was talking about people harassing other folks online. And I was like, this is, like, this wasn't a new thing. Like the harassment that we see going on with people in this space isn't, isn't real enough to the, I mean, it's real, but it, it, in the, in the respect that we've been trying to police people through the way that our boxes work, our consoles work for decades at this point. I remember I was, I was talking kind of like um, reminiscing about how I used to be able to meet people through public spaces online. Like most of my gaming buddies that I have now in my life, I met in a random room in a public room in whatever game it was, rainbow six back in the day. Right. And those friends have been friends for decades at this point. Right. And I said, how many people have you met? In an online public room, since uh, Xbox Party X, Xbox parties became active, mm-hmm. probably very few, very very few,
1: very very. You know few, what I mean? Right.
0: Like it's it segregated people in a way that was de- prescribed or described it when Xbox first did it as a way to play with your friends and and mm-hmm. filter out uh, conversations you don't want to hear. But it was actually really a way to segregate the community from friends from assholes. Right. And that and that was what it was really legitimately there because I remember Steptoe who Stephen um uh, To the yeah. I I think I think that's how you pronounce the last name. Um you know, he was a part of the, the, the crackdown squad on on Xbox and he was like, We've done everything we possibly can to keep the assholes away, but the assholes keep spawning. It's right. like right. It's, it's like it, it, it's like those <laughs> zombies in, in, in Crackdown. It's like the take, it's like the taken scions right. and, the, and the taken King. Right. It's, it's, they keep splitting into making more of themselves, right. but it's, you know, what are we going to do about that? It's really hard to determine. It's, I don't have an answer for it in a real way, besides just being able to see something, say something, well, and then hopefully ban those people out of your spaces.
1: Right. Well, I, you know, and that's kind of where I'm going. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it, it is definitely going to be more difficult uh you know to incarcerate people to police people at at that level at a level where you're talking about incarceration for you know for bullying but the the thing that we all need to remember is that if someone is cyber attacking you or someone is cyber bullying you they're using some vehicle to do to do that and what I think we should do is we need to put more pressure on the the uh, the gatekeepers of these particular apps. So whether it be Xbox Live, or PSN, or Facebook, or Twitter, or you know any of these places, um, you know, yes, in Facebook and Twitter, and even even on Xbox and the PlayStation, you have the ability to block a specific user. Um, but blocking them is fine. But what that it doesn't teach that person to you know it doesn't teach that person that their behavior is negative and 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 doesn't kind of uh, uh, you know force them to to change their behavior it doesn't incentivize them to change their behavior. What I believe will would incentivize them to changing their behavior is uh, being policed and jailed out of whatever the app is. So yeah, if you're true. you know, if you're an asshole on Twitter where you're bullying people and you're trying to dox people and you're doing all this stuff other stuff, you're out of Twitter. Um and you know, if you're doing it on Facebook, you're out of Facebook. If you're doing you know, and and, and let's do it like uh like baseball has done it or, you know, these other places that have done it where, you know, the first time is is a ban for a short period of time. The second ban is a ban for a much longer period of time than the third ban is is for life and you know and that person is removed from you know from the ability to, to use that thing and and you know maybe they can try and find a new account or do something other other that kind of stuff but i i personally i believe that our technology is is such now that we know you know that companies know when you're signing up a new account as yourself yeah. Um, you know, you're making ghost accounts, you're making duplicate accounts. They know. And and so uh, I, I think that we really need to add pressure to to those manufacturers, to the to the companies that own the apps where where people can, you know, the vehicles of harassment and tell them, hey, look, this is a serious problem. This is a problem that we care about and we want you guys to do something about it. If I say to you that this person is, you know, I'm on the Xbox, and this person is, is harassing people. Um, I don't want you to just make their smiley face, uh, you know, a frowny face. I want you to kick them off. And, uh, you know, like, I want to be able to know, like, I want a notification from you guys to say, oh, yes, we went, we ch- investigated it, this person has been banned. Um, you know what?
0: You know what would be actually pretty ill mm-hmm. if they did this? And because... I've given up on Twitter and Facebook policing anything in any proper way. So it's like on Twitter and Facebook, we've seen so many people make fake accounts and do all that stuff on the consoles. Like you said, the illest thing that you could do because people will make multiple accounts, right? But people won't make multiple accounts with their credit card often enough. Right. Like, and if you see that that credit card got run after you already banned it and it was connected to a banned account. Yeah. You should totally be like, nah, you can't get on here. Right. But the crazy thing is, I wonder if that is not even the the way to do it. I think the way to make that actually hurt those companies until you know things get changed because it's about the tools, right? Because right. I can say Cicero's an asshole. Report you, right. and then if they don't do a good job of investigating that stuff through the tools that they give you in the OS of the console like a way to record any conversations that you've had or any messages that you've sent, mm-hmm. or you sent me a, a, a picture of me, be, get my head in the toilet. Cause right. you said that I was a shithead. Right. <laughs> then if I can't, if I can't, you know what I mean? Like if there's right. no way for me to record that information so that you can send that to them and say, here's the evidence that I have, then it doesn't really work. So the tools have to be better on one end. And secondly, I wonder if a mass boycott would not work. Hmm. I wonder if all the good players all the people who are not being assholes, if they pulled their money out of the system, if there was a way to do that, right. if, and say, Hey, we are not going to support your platform because your platform isn't safe. Then maybe that would be something that would make people kind of move that forward in, in some kind of reasonable or, or, or powerful way. I don't know how you do that because everything is based on the subscription right. kind of fee. Right. Exactly. I mean, but it, I wonder, yeah,
1: it, it's, I, I, it, I think it really just matters. I think it really comes down to people being vocal about, you know, this being important and, and continuing to put um, the, the feet to the fire of these of these uh, the vehicle drivers, you know, the vehicle owners. Um, Microsoft, you know, quiet as a cap, Microsoft already listens to your party chats. Right. They have the ability. I don't, you know, I don't know how active they are when they do it um but they you know they I mean, if you guys think you have privacy and you're on the internet you are a fool um <laughs> um but you know cuz you you just don't have it um so so they already do it they already have the ability to do so and i you know i don't know whether or not there's, you know there's this huge bank of recorded you know recorded uh recorded chats or what have you. And if you go in and you report this person and you say this person's using abusive language, they can pull up that person's gamer tag and listen to, you know, some audio or something like that to, to kind of verify exactly what's being said. I don't, you know, I don't know what their, their methods of policing is. um, But, uh, you know, I would love for that kind of stuff to really see the light of day so that, People understand that there are consequences to this dumb behavior. Um, you know, trolling. Trolling is fun if if the person you're trolling is okay with you trolling them. Otherwise, <laughs> right. you know, like all parties must be participating in the same action in order for it to be fun. Otherwise, it's you know you're just a fucking asshole who needs the shit kicked out of them. Um, yeah. So. Word. Yeah, and you know, and usually they're. Little little rad ass kids with nah with, man with poor music taste. I would
0: I, I I wish that there was a good hashtag that we could create that would talk about our online experiences when we've had really bad troll uh, trolling oh experiences. On. Um, because I, I remember really quick before I, we moved mm-hmm. to our music break, I remember uh play, be, being in a game of Call of Duty, and probably Blackouts too. Black Black Ops Two. Black Ops 2. Yeah and black out too. Right. Uh, cause I might've blacked out. Um, and I heard somebody talking shit and I wound up being a little kid who couldn't have been more than 10. Right. Like literal talking shit in ways that adults talk shit. Right. And I was like, get on, I was like, get off the microphone and get your parents. And the kid went and got his parent and the parent was like, fuck you. Who the fuck are you telling my fucking kid to get me? What the fuck? He can cuss you out if he fucking wants to. Fuck uh, you. And he gosh. was like, tell her, he was like, Tell that guy on the fucking other end of this microphone to say, shut the fuck up. And the little kid was like, shut the fuck
1: up. Wow. Wow. Well, so, so you know, I mean, so, yeah, so shit like that. Um, you like my little kid voice, too? That was Yeah, tough. yeah, that was that was actually pretty good. Um, so, I mean, stuff like that, you know, you ban them and then you record the Mac address of the of the console. And then you just ban the Mac address from from Xbox.
0: But isn't that a, isn't that a, 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 a
1: violation of your freedom? No, no it's not. It's there's it's their service.
0: Yeah, and okay. if you're
1: violating the TOS, then terms of service for for those who aren't initiated. But if you're violating the TOS, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yep.
0: I agree. And they should. So, they should yeah, ban, so, all, so, ban all little 10-year-old kids. Right, so, yep.
1: you know, ban it and and ban it at the MAC address level. So that way, you know, if they take their console someplace else, um, they try to sell it, you know, you make sure that is you know, buyer buyer beware. Um, you make sure that that uh that MAC address hasn't been banned. But I'm
0: fine with that. But yeah,
1: but if you know, if you're banning MAC addresses and in order for me to continue to be an asshole online means I've gotta spend another four hundred dollars, uh maybe mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll think twice about being an asshole.
0: I Word. Make make people pay. Yeah. I think about that yeah. with guns. I think about that with yeah. harassment. I'm like, make it hard for people to get those things and then they won't be assholes. Or if they are assholes, they have to spend a lot of money to be an asshole. Right. Exactly. Um, so, non-asshole things that are free. Right. We're going to make music. it easy. We're going to make it real easy because we're going to give you some dope music. Word. Uh, in our music break. And this is episode 80 of the Spawn on Me podcast. Oh, really quick. No. Before Really quick. Before we do the music break. If you are in t- contact or you follow Anita Sarkeesian or Zoe Quinn right. or anyone who is in the Xbox organization who deals with security, we'd love to have them on the convers. Uh, love them have have them on the show so we can have a conversation about that. I really want to talk to Zoe about Crash Override, right. um, and I really want to talk to Anita about all the stuff she's doing at fem- Feminine Frequency. So if you shout them out, say hey, we'd love to see you on Spawn on Me. Yes, so. Uh, we're going to come right back from our music break. B- music break this is episode 80. It's a music break. music break.
2: Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. I, uh, all right. You got to slow down. I'm trying to. I, yo, I I only took a little bit of Spanish. You got I I you but yeah, oh, alright, okay, alright, okay, okay, okay alright, okay, 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 I'm feeling you. Okay, alright, okay, alright, okay, right, okay, 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 okay alright, okay, right, okay, I'm feeling you. Yo, all my people in Brooklyn and you know where hot. Huh, I said we don't stop the body rock. All my people in Queens in the land in between, said we don't stop the body rock. Shoutin' at L.I. and you know we fly, I said we don't stop the body rock. From the east to the west, so we take it to chest Say, so and don't stop shake the y'all. I'm in the lab with Ab I got the pen and the pad my man T A S H take it to your breastplate it's the mighty most death complete the trilogy chest shot myself a dime see all you feeling me Son of wicked and nice when I'm on facility let me take a sec to review what I wrote most death in the far fresh okay it's dope let's record this they gonna award this and the every area crew is gonna applaud this and when we step to the plate, part's flawless my man T A S SH style glory, great 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 great, 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 And up next, we got Katash with that West Coast rhyming. Bombing niggas with the style dangerous as mountain climbing. Put the Aki words on bit and be twisting while you listening. Plus, I'm in this motherfucker with the liquid coalition. That'll leave you in positions. Twist backwards like yoga. While you staring down my throat like, is he drunk or is he sober? Who knows? All I know is task got flows and got the technique to get the ladies uh, out of their clothes. I've been overly exposed to the 40-Os and chickens. So I'ma keep it pumping to the B-stop until the plot thickens, cause this is how we do catastrophe. Most deaf and the brother man. What's up, Tash? yo, Tip can't call it. Chill sure, is most as deaf and you alcoholic. I'ma be surfing that thing that's worth dealing. Hypodermically, shoot up your feeling. Victor deeply, speaking of course now. Old thing, medium is seeking this course now. What we gonna do? Eradicate them. Shoot them from the jam. They beat disease. Are you ready to ride the bike? Q tip. Are you ready? To rock the mic, most are you ready to rock the mic, We got the universal style that you got to like, and ain't nobody stepping up when we got the mic. So turn the AC up because it's hot tonight. Until the right early, boy, we'll be rocking you all. Don't stop. The flex, and I'm technically advanced to turn you on like cyber sex. So unless less than uh, two sex, I uh, blind and sees like Tom and Dolby. With the science that'll leave they brain cells fire slowly. Cause solely I flow with uh, express written consent. From the underground, the niggas coast to coast to represent. Cause they, getting bent, uh, I do, but I'm doper than Shurn. Plus the way I put it down, could burn the perm off big worm. So pieces it's like private me. screening of the last action hero. That be freezing rappers dead in they tracks like Sub-Zero. Zero. Cause Rico ain't no joke, I eat your flows and your beat up. Rappers even feel my presence when I'm home with my feet scared? Up a treat up, relax and pull a seat up. up. Make your landlord turn the heat up. Got the opposition shook like tiger woods about to see up. So there's no competition with the clear definition. And she's screaming down for years, can rhyme without name on permission. You just a right. youngin' coming out, getting gas to run your mouth, wildin' on the runabout. Baby Paul, you You're coming up. out, walking at you about the but son, you know to come I'm about. with most definitely, you don't nothing, don't you don't know? Nothing. nothing. My crew go hunting, We keep it on the norm, then we transform something. And while we, we do it, it, you bounce to it. it. The cops want Wanna stop the body rockin'? Dynamite, dynamite like Jimmy JJ Ay. Slop down penney somewhere A. in L A. Now we got to bunt like Voltron. Voltron. Catch you the ball, most shoot the bomb on. Repetitively, yeah. I must drop one uh. abs A B S I bust yeah. down facility. T R A C T is the M C. It's the ll inside the place. B. Are you ready to rock the light? To rock the mic, are you ready to rock the mic, we got the universal love that you got to like, But ain't nobody stepping up when we got the mic, so turn your AC up cause it's hot tonight, until to the bright early ball we'll be rocking you all.
0: Welcome back everybody That was our dope, dope, dope music break This is again episode 80 of the Spawn Me podcast The joint you just heard was one of my favorite joints from Back in the early to mid 90s in the golden era of hip hop It's from the first Lyricist Lounge album It is my favorite joint off that album It is the body rock joint Word. That had my dude, most deaf pre-Yasin Bey
1: Right, yes
0: uh, my brother Tash from the Alcoholics and a couple of other cats who were on that album or on that track. Uh, so yeah, that's a dope joint. I used to play that on repeat when I was a college radio station uh, uh, MC. Not an MC, when I had a show DJ. on my college radio when I was a DJ. That, that's, that, the that that's the word. That is the word.
1: That's the ticket. That, that is, that's my motherfucking word. That's um, my motherfucking word. So uh, speaking of, of MCs for a second, uh, y'all watch Empire. Y'all know Hakeem on Empire. Yaz, Yaz the greatest. I think is what his uh, his rap moniker is. Um, did you know this guy? Hmm. That he's. I've, ne- I've never watched the show. Oh really? Oh Empire is, is actually pretty good. It's a, it's a it's like New Age Dynasty. Um, hmm. So yeah, I mean it's it's actually it's a really good it's a really good soap. It's ridiculous, but you know I mean but it's fun um but yeah so this dude yeah the greatest so like so the the artists so there's actors is you know terence howard he's got light eyes and um and <laughs> <laughs> um and, and what's the name damn it uh we're bad with names today um but taraji p. Tar- henson? yeah taraji p henson but then everybody else are actual de- you know so they're actors that can perform that are singers and stuff like that so they release actual music. Um so Yaz, the youngest son, Hakim is a rapper from Philly. He is also the son of Mr. Sean Jay-Z Carter. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they they just did a DNA test apparently. And uh yeah, so he, Wait, what do you mean? Like did he this, didn't know that. He so was didn't kid? know. Like he so his mom his mom, you know, she she used to she used to run, you know, she used to run uh, stuff for for Jay back in the day, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and they they hooked up, and then she moved away, they lost touch or whatever, and apparently they just, you know, she may have came out and was, you know, may, she may have come out and said, uh, you know, I think Jay Z is your pops. I mean he got he got his nose. He definitely has his nose. Um but, where is this going? So no, I was just I I was just I mean I just found this out. So like I mean it just came out. This is kind of breaking news. So I was just saying that, you know, for those of you who watch Empire, you know, who have tastes, unlike Ka you now know that Hakeem is Jay zs son, so he's gonna get signed by the, you know to Rockefeller Records or some some shit like so that.
0: So the funny so the funny thing is Blue Ivy is not the first.
1: Right, yeah. That's yes, yeah, Blue Ivy's Oh no, he's got he's got like three or four kids, Jay does. What? Jay's got a kid in like Trinidad or somewhere in the islands. Um
0: I've got yeah. codes. Yeah.
1: I've got codes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah international zones and stuff like that that's terrible yeah, be calling his sons with pluses and stuff like that that's um, terrible yeah yeah he's he's got wrap it up wrap kids. it up people yeah he's got mad use
0: days. that use that contraception right well hey <laughs> hey
1: you know what and if if you if you don't at claim least claim your kids <laughs> right at least have enough money so that you can take care of all of your kids or wherever wherever they may be
0: man um, listen i can i can tell you my papa was a rolling stone yeah, story right, right good exactly. lord i have i have all, I have like extra sisters and yeah, brothers and right, stuff I'm all over yeah. anyway right really yeah. well since we're doing breaking news I don't have really breaking news, but I just wanted to say that I love my wife because she watched I'm going to get you sucker with me for the first time.
1: Oh, it was her first time finding it out was about her, bunions.
0: It, the way the way you said it was it her first time it was like she just got christened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: yes. just said it like, like
0: yes. she, she, she loves the Lord, too. Yes. I'm going to get you. Yes. Yeah, she, she just watched it for the first time. So she has earned like. So many black points. Nice on that. I know people hate to hate to hear when people say that, but I don't care. Nice. She did. Yes. She, and
1: now she's got to watch, uh, um, yeah, she watch Hollywood Shuffle. Then, yeah, she got to watch Hollywood Shuffle.
0: Then the circle will be complete. Right.
1: Yes. Ha ha ha. The circle um, will be complete. So you know earlier earlier though we we were referencing the fact that uh, there are lots of games to play, mm-hmm. uh, and we said that we would talk about specifics later on, or as Jerry Rice would say. P- Pacifics, um, so well, he played in his competition. Yes, in the, in the, in the grand competition of things. Um, <laughs> One day we'll have to tell what. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll talk about competitions. It's it's a thing though, y'all. Um, so yeah, so I guess we should we should get into uh, games that we have been playing um, because they they have been plentiful actually. Um, uh, Let
0: me let me do a quick recap of something that I did not did not uh, remember to talk about uh, when I talked about pack stuff. Sure, Um, was a joint that I played, Lawbreakers from Boss Key Mm. Productions. I forgot to talk about this, and it was kind of big.
1: Yeah, shout out to Chanel.
0: Shout out to PS Trey, PS underscore Trey, who who I I actually really really love how dope he is on twitter like he was great on the show but i have a really big uh, affection for him as a, just a human being now because he's just like the most straight shooter yeah. no bullshit nope. dude on the planet yeah. so like mad love to you trey right oh uh, and shout out to uh cliffy b who i met at the Lawbreakers thing nice. we'd love to get you on the show too um and rohan as well shout out to rohan. Yeah, yeah yeah um um so they pick you up there's this woman outside and she's standing on the corner with a little placard that says lawbreakers on it. They come and get you one of those big Mercedes Benz, uh, like minivans word. Okay. Yeah. 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 They, and they take you to this remote spot right. and then they let you play the game. They make you send it, sign an NDA, okay, which I signed. Um, so this is not a review of the game. It's just a, re- of what I play, but it's just like a quick telling of what I play mm-hmm. really, really quickly. It is for me as a person who does not play on PC, Especially when you have to play a game that is so quick and so twitchy as any shooter on on uh, uh, PC or or on computer, um, I was able to actually do some work in the game when I was playing. I'm actually rocking the boss key shirt right now as we speak. Yeah. you can't see it, but I'll I'll put it on TV. I see it. Uh-oh.
1: He's he's telling the truth, y'all.
0: Break free. Yeah, Um, and it was uh, a melee class that I was using. So it's interesting because they have a class where you have like three or four classes kind of break down into the the usual kind of archetypes. Um, One, but this one melee class that I was playing with, you start off with a sword, and then you have a shotgun as your alt, and then you have this um, really dope way of maneuvering around the the arena. Because if you don't know what Lawbreakers is, it's a game that's like kind of harkening back to the old arena shooters of right. yester- yesteryear. Uh, but it has a, a way better kind of updated graphical style. They do some really cool, funky things with the game types. And also the characters all have very, very specific kinds of um, ways of being. It's two teams. It's the Law and then the Breakers um, hence lawbreakers. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, playing with this class and I was able to get this tether. So you run around the map and you basically have the like bionic commando hook shot thing
1: The grappling, and hook.
0: grappling hook. So you kind of like run. And then if you want to get from one place to another, you just grapple up and swing and use your momentum to get around the map. And I did some work. I did some actual work. I actually got some kills. And the cool thing was they figured out a way to make it so that whenever you got kills, it would basically put a montage together of your kill. Oh. Or if you had a really dope kill, it would put it would like tweet your kill at you so that other people could see it.
1: Oh, that's that's really hot.
0: It was really dope. I don't know if they did some like finagling with Twitter specifically and made that work, but it was a it was a really dope feature actually that I wish that other kind of companies would figure out a way to kind of implement that kind of Twitter integration into the games, not just like, hey, I got an achievement mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff. I mean, IDARB is one of the best ways right. of doing it. I mean, nobody nobody stuff. does it better. Yeah. Shout out to, to Mike Micah. Right. Um, but they did some really cool stuff in that game, and I'm really excited to play it um, when it actually comes out. And I wasn't excited in the same ways because I've always been on the, the outside of the PC gaming realm. Right. And now I'm like, ooh, if I ever do get a really nice gaming PC, I will definitely play Lawbreakers when it comes out because it seems like it's a lot of fun. Dope. It was a lot of fun. So shout out to Boski for making a really dope game. And um, it's one of those things where you can tell that Cliff and the rest of that crew have been super, super, uh, 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 what's the word? They have been very, very, they put a lot of forethought Mm. Jeez, put a lot of forethought into yeah because i couldn't think of words uh put a lot of forethought into not only how game systems work right but small intricate details about character design i mean you know that these are things that are happening it's, it sounds kind of stupid to say it but it feels like it's been very thoughtful uh, about how they're trying to go about making this game very different than other mm-hmm. arena shooters that you've seen in the past so right. That's one thing that I've been playing. I know you had a whole bunch of stuff on your plate, see?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, before I get into the things that are on my plate, I, I want to say uh, a game that I've downloaded but haven't played yet, um, but will be playing soon, is from our good, 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 great friend, uh, Lisa Brown, who finally. Lisa Brown? Yeah, who, uh, I, when she was on our show back in. April and announced that she had created a Patreon and that she had left Insomniac. She said she was working on a game about Fireflies. Well, that game is finally out and it is called, she was thinking, trying to think of a name while we were on the show, uh, but we didn't come up with one. She's come up with a name. It is called Imaginal and uh, it is available (laughs) right now. You go to imaginal.wordle.com so imaginalw W e r t l e dot com and is pay what you want uh, to To get this game about uh, fire, fireflies, and uh, it has all the fun and charm um, that that only Lisa Brown can provide you. Uh, so, Bricago, go out and support one of our own. Um, go out and pick up Imaginal. Um, Word. So, congratulations, Lisa. We love you so much. Word. Um, so, um, and so to other games that I have been playing, um. Let's see so we the day that this airs, uh, two great basketball games or two basketball games will be released. I won't say great i'll I'll, uh, I'll take that modifier that that additive back. Um, two basketball games are gonna be released. um we we have both of them and we've gotten a, a chance to play a little bit of both of them um the. The uh, NBA Live 16 game has, has finally come out, and uh, I will say that I so they had the they had the proam demo, which is basically you build you know you build your character, you go out and you play games with four other people against against uh, a crew of five you know four you know or, or whatever five people. On the, on the other side, so you play five versus five on different park uh, courts around the country. Um, and that was that was fun enough and it was engaging enough and the animations worked well enough that it made me immediately go out and buy the game. So I went and I bought uh, NBA Live for, for the Xbox One. And um, then I after downloading it and then playing it a little bit more, now that I own the game, um, I started to to notice some of the some of the shine off the luster, and and the biggest the biggest complaint I have about NBA Live is that the basketball physics it's itself, the physics of the basketball, are very very arcadey. Um, all the shots seem like floaters. They, you know, the trajectories just don't necessarily seem like they're exactly where they're supposed to where they should be. Um, but that's something that I hope that they'd be able to fix with a, you know, tuning implementation or some kind of patch uh, going forward, and and hopefully that'll that'll make it, you know, make it better. Uh, but outside of that, I, I think the game is actually pretty good. It's it, it was it was good enough at least on the initial run to make me want to drop fifty four bucks on it because you know because of EA Access um, getting the discount on it. Um, so it it will get some of my time um, just because I, I want to be able to check it out and I'll be playing it on the Xbox One. Um, on my PS Four, I will be playing. NBA 2K14 and, uh, 2K, 2K, 16, 14, yeah, you whatever. can play 14 I if could you play want, 14, nobody Right, you. but, the, yeah, I won't be able to play online because they set the servers down because they're assholes. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, 2K16, everybody has been, we've, you know, we've been, um, just, just frothing at the mouth in anticipation of this game being released, uh, you know for you know not only the additions that they that the team over at 2k uh, shout out to the czar and uh, you know and the rest of the cats over there um, but you know not only is it because of the things that these guys go out and do year in and year out to innovate on a game and you know they, they work like the game is not the best game that's the best sports game out every year they're hungry every year um, but also the thing that that people were most excited about or at least curious about was this spike lee my career story mode that they've added to it and um i'm captivated by it i am completely enthralled um with with what this this story mode is so far it is it is really really good you know spike put his foot in this one Uh, what do you think of it
0: um, what well, really one quick question before we sure. go back into that. Did you use the the did you scan your face into the NBA NBA Live app?
1: Uh yes, I used I use the yeah, the NBA Live app. I used the uh, um uh, my phone and used their app and scanned my face in and it worked fairly well. I, I mean, I think the guy looks mostly like me. I don't know if he looks as much like me as The um, when they use the Game Face stuff uh, Mm -hmm. back in the day. But I think this one allows me to have animation where it's whereas Game Face didn't. I think Game Face was just them scanning the JPEG and and mapping it around a wireframe, whereas this is like a digital representation of what your face would look like. Uh, okay. So so, you know, I, I think that it does a really good job. And, and by contrast, much better than my initial scanning of my 2K face. I don't have the I don't have the the shaman witch doctor look that I had in 2K15, <laughs> but it's still I mean, it looks nothing like me. Um, really yeah. it doesn't look uh, your, your k face looks nothing like you? nothing like me um apparently it has my nose but that's it it has it looks nothing like me at all um and I got i I got just under six thousand reference points so I need yeah to, you need more yeah you yeah. need
0: more and it's weird because so i I did my scan I did my rescan so if you if you were following my my personal account um over the weekend, or, or I should say, yeah, the, the past couple of days. I think it was Friday. I started. I got in the game. I downloaded it and started to play. And I was like, "Let me do my career because my career is going to be dope." Spike Lee is doing the joint. Right. I'm super excited. I want to see what Spike is bringing to the table. I look at my character uh, frequency vibrations, and I and I make my dude mahogany green. Uh, because I was gonna make mahogany darkness, and my wife said no. <laughs> um, so he's mahogany green because he used to be leafy green. Right. <laughs> and I look at him, and and Cicero had the best description of how my character looked. <laughs> and he we said it precast today when we were when we were recording. Can you please just let folks know exactly what you so that his that face
1: like? looks like. Uh like Martin after Martin fought Tommy Hearns. He got the he got the Martin Tommy Hearns face. Uh and I that mean that's exactly like, what you look like.
0: It looks like that, and what I tweeted uh, about it was I look totally like if you've ever seen the Twilight Zone episode where everyone right. had the weird masks. Right. It yeah. looks like that. Yeah, or and it did,
1: or, or you look like um the dude that was Lando Calrissian's um Shipmate number two in Return of the Jedi with the with the face.
0: You know, you just said Star Wars. Yeah, things, I, so I, I said Star Wars things.
1: There are mad people laughing right now, except for you, because you're an asshole who has no soul. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Star I don't Wars. Know,
0: Negro Calrissian. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I have no. Idea. I have no idea what you're talking about, nor do I care. Right. And there's, and, um, and I'm sure there's like
1: three people that that know the character's name, and I don't.
0: Yeah, I'm like I don't know what you're talking about right now. It's supposed to be funny, ha ha, <laughs> supposed to be funny, right. ha ha. Um, but I so I had to so I stopped doing it. And I had to, like I was like I need to do a rescan. I got to do a rescan. So I sat my big black ass on my living room floor, tried to get the scan to work, and like 40 minutes later, finally got a decent scan. Yeah, but me doing the scan. Involved me sitting on my living room floor, getting a clothes dryer from behind, from my laundry room, putting a brown shirt behind me as background. Oh my gosh! Getting a tripod and putting my PlayStation camera on a tripod, and then magically getting a good scan, which I got like eleven thousand points. And
1: it's really not that great of a scan. It's a no. It's a good scan. I, mean, I think it's a, you know yes. It, it's a it's a great scan if. If somebody was like, Oh, make a claymation face of Khalif.
0: No, my new one. Did you even see the new one? Oh, I haven't seen the new one
1: yet. Oh, uh, so no, the new
0: the new oh, one okay. looks looks fairly good. Oh, okay. The new, after the new you new one looked... after you like
1: rearrange your whole fucking house.
0: So after I made a new house. Right. <laughs> I be I was like the the thing that bugs me out about it, and mind you, I think my I think my new version is way better than my old version. I think it's actually pretty damn good in comparison to the one that I had prior. Cause it was, the funny thing is it came over from my, from my old 2k 15 game. And then like just implemented what it thought was (laughs) my character into the new game. (laughs) And, and just like, was like, Oh, okay. So we're going to just make that what your new, what your new face looks like. The, the, the bugged out part was, so once I'd gotten all everything done, I was super excited about it, but I was like, this is kind of not fun to make me go through all these all this stuff, and it's only because of my love for two K that I actually sat there and was like, right. I really want to redo it. Right. Um, in this new epic story that's going to be in the game, but I was like, it's a lot that you're asking your community to go through just to get a decent scan. It makes me think of like when they were like, the Apple Watch doesn't see brown skin. Mm-hmm. Like either it's you know, and a, and shout out to. Um, Shakedown, who was one of the big dudes on YouTube doing uh TK content, because he did his like, I'm scanning my face uh tutorial. Video. Yeah. Tutorial. And he brought up a good point, which was either we're at the point now where the technology that TK is using is so good that the antiquated equipment that we have as consumers just can't catch up. And that was a really good point. I was like, maybe it's not the necessarily the the the, The software, but software, it's the camera, it's the hardware. Yeah. Like the cameras may be not as good, which is probably true because they're consumer based cameras that are not that great. Um, especially on the PlayStation because the the connect, you know, is a better camera than the PlayStation camera. Um, So I don't know. We'll see how that how that part of it works. But it's a lot to ask where it's like you need this amount of light. You need this kind of setting. You need all this stuff just to make your face scan. And yes, it's a first world problems to the nth degree. But it's also a feature on the box. Right. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's It's a thing that something you want to implement. It's something that you. Yeah. You're like, this is going to be really cool. This is going to be really immersive. Right. Why I want this part of my game to work right, and it's just it's way harder on the 2K side than the live side. But when it is in the game, if you did get a good scan, it is very very dope because Spike has put his foot in it. Yeah, Spike has made so far. I'm not super far into it, but the camera angles, the cuts that they make. If you're a film uh, student. I think you'll find small parts in it that you can really uh kind of latch onto is like wow that they're doing something very different. The the what they call rigging right for the faces is a lot better especially the sister mm-hmm. who is in in the game uh who plays your sister is a black woman who plays your sister as your as your is, is really well done right. but the the content so far is phenomenal. Right. It, like, is it is extremely well done.
1: Really, really good. It is really, really good.
0: What do you? What? Are, what part are you, are you up to so far? I, to I, so really? I've
1: seen more than I've played, and I've seen into you know into your first season um, in the NBA. Uh, spoiler alert for for those of you who haven't purchased the game yet and don't want to uh, don't want to hear about this. Uh, skip forward like two minutes. Um, But uh, yeah, so spoiler alert, you start out as a high school senior and you play some games as a high school senior. You get wooed by a select number of colleges, actual universities, and then you go and you become a college athlete and then you play through at least a season of your collegiate career and then you wind up in the NBA draft and you get drafted by a team and you continue on from there. Um, But the thing that I like, the the thing that I love and I've been clamoring for um, over the last few years has been a mode like this where you don't have to play every single game Um, that you go Mm -hmm. out, you play a couple of games that, you know, they get a sample size of who you are as a player. Um, If you're doing well, they'll continue to make sure that you do well enough uh, so that, you know, if you were the third best player on the team, your stats will be reflective of that when you come back into the next game. Um, all of those things are, are those are that's what you want, because if you're if you're anything like me and you've played a lot of 2K in the past, you know that you can't get past second, third, maybe if you're lucky, the fourth season season of your 2k career before the, you know, before the next game, the next iteration of the game comes out. And so you, you know, they have all this hall of fame stuff. You get a hall of fame speech. You can, you know, make the hall of fame. Um, but, but you, you'll never get to that. You'll never get to see that because there's just not enough time in the day, um, to be able to complete that in, in 12 months before the next game, you know, before the next game comes out without, Simming more than a significant portion of that. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um it's I think of any year to year iteration that I've seen so far, small things that I've noticed in the game have been exactly what the crew at Two K said that they were trying to implement have been implemented. Like the stuff that Mike Wang was talking about, this is gonna get really kind of sportsy, but (laughs) The, the stuff that Mike Wang was talking about as far as, like, redoing the way that feet plant on the ground. Right. Or on the ground. Not on the ground. Right. Right. On the <laughs> ground. On the ground. And how that reflects itself in not only the way that you move, but also in the way that you're just visually it looks is really important, and he's nailed that. Uh, the AI stuff where teams kind of get in and out of their offense in a real way without you having to tell them where to go. Nino the Czar and Scott right. Scott O'Gallagher right. have nailed that. Right. Um the kind of features that they talked about that are that are small things that are kind of cool. Uh we now have and we want people to join our Bricago Cheddar Bay Biscuit team. Yes. The Cheddar Bays are real. They have been implemented into Two K sixteen. We have a court, that you'll be able to see that link when I when I tweet it out and when I put it in the show notes. We have jerseys. Okay. We have the new Stubbs Center, which yes. is the home of our team, uh, and it's a full-blown editor that you kind of get. You upload your, your images that you'd like to put into your into your court on uh, their on their two K portal. Um, it's a little bit finicky. Uh, because it has ratios that you need to kind of use to place your specific art. Um, and if you aren't really familiar with kind of kind of the way ratios work and math and, <laughs> and Photoshop and all that stuff, you may have a little bit of trouble uh, doing that stuff. But if you don't, then you can totally make some cool some cool uh, art for your for your uh, arena and uh, implement some really dope stuff. But a small thing really quickly before we move to the next thing is. I knew that the game was going to be for real when I tried to jump a pass that was going from a point guard to a shooting guard on the perimeter. Knew that I wanted to get there. And the animation itself did the lunge in a way that was so realistic that it, one, kept me kept my momentum going towards the basket and also let me get the pass when I needed to get it. Nice. So it was it was one of those weird, small, really intricate things that if you're a basketball fan... You're like, damn, I didn't get that. I didn't feel that control like I did in the last game. They have fixed that. So I'm I'm super excited. I'm hoping that we'll be able to get Scott or Nino back on the show um, because I'm really fiending to talk to them and Spike Lee. I want to get Spike Lee on the show Um, to talk about how they've kind of changed the game, quote unquote, uh, for this year uh, in in comparison to last year, which was already a good game. But now they've gone from good to to fucking amazing. Yo,
1: I I, want to I want to mess with everybody's head for a second. No, nope. um, uh, this is uh, this is a this is a real this is a legitimate question. What if you're white and you want to make yourself in the game yep. and you want to mm-hmm. want to play through freaks Freak frequency vibrations um, story? I
0: have the answer for that. What's that? So and I heard this during uh, one of the live streams because Ronnie Two uh, no, K and LD, no, Ronnie Two K and LD Two K, who mm-hmm. are the respective um, uh, PR people for Two K, and they usually kind of do all the live streams before the game comes out. Um, so your family is black in the game, right? You have a black sister, you have a black family, right. black mom and dad, and all right. that. Stuff. Black twin sister, so by the way. Black black twin sister. They said. And I'm not sure if this plays itself out in the way that the audio goes, but basically the way that they fix that is they say you're adopted.
1: Okay, okay, they go all Fantastic Four on you. They
0: go Fantastic Four and you say you're adopted, and then but you but here's the thing, and this is the thing I heard in the and I was watching them do it and in the live tweet or in the the, the Twitch chat, everyone was like, Yo, why do I have a black voice? Right. Why my, why's my voice black? <laughs> Yo, I want to be a white dude. Why I can't? This is racist. Right. Why can't I have a white Cause if voice? Because if
1: you're a white dude that grew up with a black family, then you're going to have a black voice. Um Right. <laughs>
0: I was like, "Have you not? Have you not seen Michael Rappaport? Right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, "Have you not seen Michael Rappaport anywhere?" Ever? Michael
1: Rappaport, was he was left left in the Bronx. I mean, he, was, he went to so Coney. Weird. He went to Coney Island and got lost in the maze, and then <laughs> in the mirror maze, and then wound up with a black family. He was like, he was like raised by wolves. Um, but it, but it,
0: but it's weird because it does kind of speak to the the idea of like the story we just talked about was like we need more. Voice actors right. in some of these roles, because right. I like as if I wanted to rock a white dude, I would. I don't necessarily. course the two voices that they have for the for the story have always been really bad, right. uh, but I think it would be really cool if they had like a, a more a kind of generic sounding white guy voice. Well, so
1: here's the thing. So, like, we finally have a face with the voice for at least one of the voice actors for uh that you know has has historically been part of 2K um because the current frequency vibrations is definitely one of the voices that we used to have in the past and I want to say this time around he sounds great
0: yeah like that's
1: true. it like he's actually gotten direction mm-hmm. um you know from a director and mm-hmm. and and part of what they're doing now is not just Um, Doing voice voice work in a booth. They're actually they're actually rigged up and doing they're doing some mocap facial mocap. So um, so you're getting you're getting emotion along with the performance. You're getting a performance um, from him. And maybe that's what he needed to do all along. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, so it it'll be it, it'll be interesting. And maybe I'll roll another character. Uh they there's some nerd talk for you guys. I'll roll roll another character. No one's ever said that in in reference to <laughs> a basketball game. Um what you, what, so what are your st- what What is your defense <laughs> right, on? Right. Exactly. What what do, what do you crit? What do you crit right, in basketball? Yeah, <laughs> yes <laughs> right. I'm gonna go and shoot over these ads. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll roll another character as as a white character just to see what the the difference is um, and see you know see how the story plays out and see if it plays out any differently. Um, I'm really going I'm really gonna be interested to see where what the arc is on the story and there hasn't been uh, a compelling sport a sports story like this since fight night champions so I'm, I'm so happy that we've gotten something like this um it's it's definitely something that i've been i've been clamoring for in sports games and because the game itself is so uh is so big and has so many different options this is a great way to go ahead and play my career and then still be able to play some of the other modes Um, so I'm, I'm super excited to really kind of dig my teeth into, into this game.
0: I will say this before we move on. I think, and this is a back of the box quote. Mm -hmm. So 2K, if you want to take this and put this on the back of your box, please do. This is the best, um, this is the best version of a relatable, reasonable blackness I've seen in a video game. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, this is.
0: I will say that in, in infinitely, indefinitely, right. and I would think that that is exactly what I believe is like. This is the best version of a reasonable uh, uh, black uh, interpretation of a black family that I've seen in a long, right. long, I've right. probably ever right in video games and,
1: ever. And, you know, well, I mean, you know why? It's because it was Spike, and he's got right. a couple of Easter eggs in there. Um, which I, I, you know, if you're a Spike Lee fan, you'll you'll be able to see. I'm not going to spoil them um but there there're definitely some some uh some lee easter eggs some spike easter eggs in there um mm-hmm. so you know if you if you are a fan if you're a fan you already got it um if Sport. if you're not a fan but you've been thinking about picking up a basketball game I will say that uh um you know uh, <laughs> 2K is the better version of the basketball the two basketball games that are out there um Live isn't bad and if you can get a discounted version of Live then then you won't be you won't necessarily be disappointed unless you play two K. So yeah, yeah. um So the it, other game yeah. the
0: other game that we've been kinda of running through yeah. has been Destiny.
1: Yes, yes. Uh the Taken King is out. Yep. Uh Taken King is out. I'm back on the I'm back on the wagon. I'm back on the horse. Um and uh yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. They've they've fundamentally kinda of changed what the game was from a year ago. It released roughly a year ago um you know maybe 54 weeks ago um as of this recording so it's it's what a what a what a maturation um this game and evolution this game has had since uh since release
0: if you if you want to listen to some really awesome stuff um listen to gamertag radio's episode 501 where talk, 501 where they talk to the community manager for destiny his name is Deej. yeah He's he's an awesome right. cat. No, we'd love to have him Ma- on.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe you won't even have to go that far. Maybe hopefully you'll you'll just be able to listen to Borcago and Word. you know listen to Spawn on me and, and be able to talk about it. But um yeah, I you know, uh Taking King has been great. Uh I really enjoy it. Uh, the one thing that I will say is and this is, you know, it's not necessarily a knock against destiny, um but it's just it's just how I play is I will not play this game by myself. Um you you, know, you kind of you can. You, you right, you can, but I won't. Um, you know, this game is fun for me when I'm playing with my friends exclusively.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um it's weirdly kind of one of those things that get the gets the gang back together. Right. Um, it's I don't want to go into super detail because there's so many things that have changed in the systems that there work, but it is a testament to, one, listening to your community over a year, um, two, kind of figuring out what makes your game better through both playtesting, both and then through kind of understanding that you, that you fucked up in some ways. But also, the most important part of that is it's really a, a kind of a understanding on how... The back end of video game development works because there's a lot of discussions before destiny came out about what destiny was supposed to be then the first version that we got that was out to consumers was very different than that initial uh kind of thought process was right now we see exactly what the kind of not end game but the the culmination of being able to have the time that you need to kind of implement the stuff that you really wanted to into a game. So I, it it makes me definitely understand that when the conversations about what destiny is supposed to be and then Activision kind of pushing it out the door really quick makes uh, made, made year one look like in, in comparison to what year two is going to look like. It's totally a different game. It's like, if you jumped into this game in the second half in the second year you have a totally new experience, and you don't know what you ha- what you gone what you went through, right, right, what everybody else right, went through, through. Right, right. Uh, so you so you don't have the appreciation for it, but it's 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 so much fun. It is uh, that was that's the thing that's keeping me on my damn couch. <laughs> right, right. It's playing Destiny. It's right. so much. Fun. And you know, it's and so the,
1: the funny thing is that like, you know, two months in, two months into Destiny last year, um, I was still playing it. I was playing it pretty hardcore. And I you know, I was talking to Kyle about it and Kyle was like, Man, I, I I deleted that shit off my PlayStation. I totally did. I totally deleted it. I lost like six months. Yeah. And then and then uh then he hooked up with Paris and and uh you know, and they've been they've been running through they've been hashtagging, hashtagging help all over the place. Um and and you know, and now i now I'm back in. Um, so, you know, but, uh, we're on different consoles. I'll be playing with, uh, Danny and Pete and anyone who wants to join the spawn on me podcast clan, um, on the, uh, Xbox one. And we yeah. can, we can, we can come, uh, we can come play, uh, shout out to Javier Piano and, uh, my boy Esper Kid Goku, who, by the way, I just want to say this really quickly is on his way to the PDX. Um, and you know, as, as this recording is going, going on, so I'm going to miss you brother. Um, you know, I'm going to miss you here on the, I guess the East side of Bricargo and you're going to the West side of Bricargo now.
0: The better side of Bricargo. Yeah.
1: And, uh, uh, best of luck to you and your family, man. I love you. So
0: I'll see you when you get out here and we'll, we'll link up and, and hang out and all that good stuff. Yeah. So speaking
1: of, speaking of getting the band back together, I, I want to talk about, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the last game that, that I've been playing. Um, and, you know, and this is the game that, that really kind of brought the band together in the first place um, for me um, with gaming and that that's rainbow six. So the rainbow six siege beta uh, released and has been extended to, uh, I think Wednesday, October 1st now, um, Uh, But yeah, I got to play it. I, I, you know, was super excited. I was really, I'm honestly more excited for this game than any other game that's being released over the next four or five months. Um, And uh, just because it, you know, it, it fits right into my wheelhouse. It is a game where you need to be able to communicate with your teammates. It is a tactical, a tactical experience you can't just go out there and run and gun it. You, you know you you really have to plan and and be strategical and, and make things happen in order in order to succeed. Uh, and I really really love that. Um, you know I love I love that play style. I love that you know I love that aspect of the game. And, and you know I love uh, what it what it forces in terms of community. Uh, so the Siege beta came out. Uh, I tried streaming some of it. It took me probably about an hour to uh, actually get into a game where I could play and it didn't crash. Uh, but once it did, I really was having a great time. There are three maps. Um, the next day, uh, they they released the Terrorist Hunt, uh, was formerly called, f- formerly Terrorist Hunt, then c- uh, rebranded Terror Hunt uh, at E3 and has been un unbranded and, and return to terrorist hunt, which makes the most sense and is beautiful. Uh listen, that fucking terrorist hunt, y'all. Woo baby. That wow. That's a hell of a lot of fun. It is so much fun. You're going out and you're playing the AI. You got the you know, you got the different maps. You have different um different counter terrorist unit uh personnel. And you have to purchase each one individually and eat. There's only one iteration of that person per round. So if someone else owns that person, you have to go and that's the only person that you own. You have to go to the default person and you have like breach charges and stuff like that. But the destructible environments, uh, the AI on the, the characters, the different gadgets that you can use, all of that stuff just equals a lot of fun. Plus, communicating effectively with your teammates. Makes this game so very much fun, and um, I can't wait until February when this game uh, finally actually releases. But wait, Stubby Stand people will say, this game was originally scheduled for October, but you hashtags prognosticated that it um, that it wouldn't come out that time, and they, of course, Ubisoft said it'll come out in December. Well, now. Cicero Holmes is hashtag subnotic stubnosticating that it probably won't be out in December either. Um, I'll be shocked if it, if it makes its December release date, um, it'll probably be a Q one game. Um, but, but when it finally does come out, it, it, it will be, hopefully it will be really, really good. Um, there were a couple of, uh, issues with, um, matchmaking, but if you have, uh, because they still use peer to peer, hosting. Um, so there will be server advantage and that kind of stuff, which is, you know, kinda of disappointing. But if you're able to get a squad together beforehand and then enter a match, uh, the drops and, and the problems that you had didn't seem to be as harsh. So, um, you know, and again it's a beta. Um, but the game the game so far is very, very fun.
0: That's dope. I'm 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 excited to mess around with it, um and hopefully I'll get my chance once I got my code, because I just got my coat. So I'm going to try it out and see if I can mess around with it. Um, before we move to our last story of the show, I played some Until Dawn, which is if you're a cheesy horror flick fan, you will really dig it. It's so much fun so far. Yeah, um, It's weird because the animations seem a little bit off and it's a little bit funky. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was supposed to be that way or if it's just something I'm experiencing, but it, it, it feels... A little bit, uh, kind of jumpy, like stuttery, the way that they kind of animate, which is which is weird. Maybe adds to the kitsch of it, but it it it's a fun game. And uh, tearaway on un- on un- something or other. Tearaway, oh the new yeah game. the
1: the the one that's coming to PS4. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I
0: have that. I can't remember the tagline yeah. for it, but it's the new it's a new PS4 tearaway game. Um, shout out to the dope folks at Media Molecule. I love all their PR people. They're really great. Um I hang out hung out with them at Pax and Stiff. Oh man, they're um, always
1: name dropping. Whatever. Whatever. They they're dope people.
0: Yeah. I got you just gotta shout out dope people. All right. All um right. I didn't say her name. I didn't say their names. Right. Jeez. <laughs> anyway. Um uh, but the Tearaway game is is fucking dope. You should definitely go buy that. It's forty bucks. Go buy it. Hmm, wow,
1: forty bucks, huh?
0: It's forty bucks. Okay. It's worth but you know what? It's 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 a it's another kind of testament to what happens when you have a good experience and you ex- expand on that experience, mm-hmm. but you also then get the tools that you need to make a game better. Cause they made it on Vita first right. and it was great on Vita, but the power with the, the PS4, it totally makes all those kind of, um, uh, intricate papercraft animations and the way that you move and all that stuff, even more, uh, amazing and come to life even better. So, um, it's a game that I, it's kind of on the back burner because of Metal Gear and Destiny and now 2K. Right. Um, but it's totally something you should definitely play if you love games like that. So nice work. Nice. What's the what's the last story of episode 80? Uh, well,
1: the, the last thing that we're going to talk about today is that if you have a legacy console, uh, pre- prepare for your games to be nerfed. Um, so nerfed you, say. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, um, so there was a recent report that came out that said that Activision is releasing uh Call of Duty Black Ops 3 on the 360 on legacy consoles 360 and the PlayStation 3, but it's only the multiplayer comp- uh, component of the game, there won't be a single player, uh, single player component of the game, um, for those consoles. Uh, and, but I believe it's still going to be a full price game. It's, uh, you know, I believe it's still going to be 60 bucks. Um, that is fresh on the heels of the release. There was, I mean, there was absolutely no news about this. Um, but Kai, I don't know if you know this, um, Hmm. but did you know that the NHL 16, um, or NHL 16 is only available for current gen systems for the Xbox one, for the PlayStation four. The, the yes so the the version for the legacy consoles is called EA's NHL Legacy um and um apparently they've been listening to to our uh, our show um because I coined <laughs> the phrase legacy console uh, i think in like episode 1 or 2 uh and and since then people have been using it well um NHL Legacy is uh, so, you know, people talk about the the figurative roster update when it comes to sports games. I don't like sports games because it's just a roster update. They don't iterate that da da. Well, NHL Legacy is the literal roster update. It is uh, the NHL 15 engine from from the legacy consoles, from the legacy generation um, brought into the the next year with the game being rebranded as Legacy and um and then they just updated the rosters. There there are no new features, there's no anything, nothing on the game that would uh denote you know, that would be a back of the box bullet point to say that this game is different from last year's version um outside of rosters. And the price for that game is fifty nine ninety nine. What are you talking but, about? Hey, look. Basically what they're saying is you could be a cheap ass and not go out and buy a new console, <laughs> but you can't be a cheap ass when it comes to buying the games you're gonna play on on your on your legacy console. They're gonna cost you the same price, so you might as well upgrade your cheap ass. Um, <laughs> I want that to be in there, <laughs> right? <laughs> you um, might as well upgrade your cheap ass, right? So, so what do you, I mean? What do you think about that? What do you think about the specifically? Let's you know, let's talk about the Call of Duty first. Um, the, you know, the fact that they're they're not releasing a multi you know they're not releasing the single player there's going to be no campaign it's just going to be online only um for for call of duty black ops 3 on the on the uh, legacy consoles on the 360 on the ps3
0: to be honest i'm i'm really happy about that i'm i'm excited that they're moving away from legacy stuff because i think at this point it's splitting up teams well, not really, because most times the stuff that gets put on the legacy consoles get uh, get shipped out. Right. And they're basically outsourced. Right. But I think it's at that point where we need to be moving away from those in general just to say, hey, it's time. It's been, what, two years? Two yeah, two years. Two years, two years
1: coming that? in November. Yeah.
0: Two years or so. I think it's time. I think it's time to, to shut down. Not shut them down, but, like, move people away from that and, and do that. The interesting thing is... I want them to do that on the PS4 version too. I want I want a separate campaign and a freaking multiplayer. Oh, oh, like
1: actually two two separate SKUs, two separate games. Yeah,
0: j- just split it. Split it. Mm. Make it make it make it for and do it for digital. Make it for the digital people where you can buy either or. You can cuz they have it where you can download either or when you download right. You, it. Right,
1: which you yeah, which do you choose to download first? Um right. but what are you going to so do me- Are you spend 30 bucks on Thirty bucks on I'm the g- on the campaign and thirty bucks on the on the uh, multiplayer or twenty bucks on the campaign, forty bucks on the multiplayer.
0: Well, fuck no. I'm not, I mean, it depends on how much they price things. Right. At. If you price things, it doesn't have to be as well in the way that the market works. Yes, it would have to be thirty and thirty. But I'm not like I'm so far out of the multiplayer game mm-hmm. on Call of Duty on the Call of Duty series. Right. I really want to play the the campaign because the campaign from the last game was fucking dope. Right. And this, I would love to play, but I don't want to spend 60 bucks on a campaign. That, I mean, the campaign and the multiplayer when I'm not going to touch the market. Right. Well,
1: you, but you know what would happen, though, if, if they did exactly what you want them to do? You would have hmm. two games that are being released for 60 bucks each.
0: That, that's I mean, what you can do. You, don't have, you, don't, have you don't have to charge 60 bucks for that. You don't have to.
1: You don't have to charge 60 bucks now. I mean, like, I don't own, there is not a piece of software that I have for either of my consoles that is in physical form. It literally cost them nothing to transmit that that software to me. And yeah. I'm still paying full price. I'm still paying the the same retail price for for software that I would if I bought a physical copy which has a press disc and it has plastic and it's you know, a pamphlet that's not a manual anymore. But there's there's you know, there are extra costs associated with Getting that thing from from, you know, from 2K. From 2K software to, you know, to the retail location to my house. I mean, I wish I wish
0: that in the same way that we see on the PC side, there was some real consideration and understanding that we are moving into a digital age. But we also know, again, this, this is like the shit that makes me mad about America. It's like this kind of conversation, right? Right. Where it's like, we don't have the infrastructure to make things happen because we don't pay attention to it and don't give it actual due and actual thought about how important infrastructure is. Until it's too late. And until it's too late. And then we bitch and moan about how everyone is beating America. Right. Right. Where it's like... Mm -hmm. Everybody in Japan has dope ass internet and you can download right. shit as fast as you fucking want. But here they're like, people don't like the internet, Jerry Rice. Right. So <laughs> right. we're not going to give you, right. we're not going to give you good internet. So we're not going to build the the lines to make you have dope internet. So it, it, I don't know. It's a weird conversation. It's all about how things are actually being marketed and, and how much things cost as opposed to what they should cost. I'm happy that they're kind of doing this on the legacy systems to see maybe if it works and maybe if people buy it in that way, because they're going to kind of have to. I wish that it was something that they were doing across the board and say for games like this, you can pay this amount of money, a smaller amount for this half of the game that you want, right. as opposed to both. Hmm. But we'll see. Right. I mean, I don't know how it's actually going to play itself. out. So I
1: got one more question before we shut it down. And, and that is, if you today in you know, in the face of these the legacy consoles really getting nerfed versions of games um you today had to go out and spend your money on a console which console would you get
0: wait you mean on the new new, new consoles yeah or on the, the current
1: gen consoles so so you've you've had an xbox 360 or a playstation 3 mm-hmm. and you're you're looking and you're like man i really want to play nhl 16 i can't um, or I really want to play the campaign on Call of Duty's Black Ops 3 and I can't. Mm-hmm. What which console would you be buying those games on? Which console oh, would you purchase?
0: Without a doubt, I would still buy a PlayStation 4 first. Wow. Okay. Because I mean, honestly, I haven't I have both systems right. at this point. It's not that I couldn't or shouldn't be buying games on my Xbox 1, but there isn't the Xbox 1 isn't doing anything specific that would make me feel like there is a necessity to do so. Um, I it, it's kind of sad because the thing that pulled me in that direction to even get an Xbox One in the first place was Connect. Right. Because I'm like the tech behind Connect is still really good tech. Right. It's just that no one's using right. it. No one's using and it and that's for, the, for anything outside no of No one's using you know navigation. IDARB.
1: Right. IDARB, <laughs> right. There are certain games that are still using it, but that's yeah, but that's it. Um, yeah.
0: And I, it's like when i it, at this point right now, the way I decide on what games are going to buy for what system is, is it going to be something that I'm going to want to play in multiplayer? I will automatically buy it in my P on my PS4. Wow, wow. If, if I want to buy a game that is single player that is on both systems, I will buy it on my Xbox. Or if it's something in which if it's a game that I am on the fence about and there's a sale. I may buy it on my Xbox just to give it some love. Mm. It's basically just to be like, Hey, it's, it's still here. You should be using it. Maybe you should try to use it. Right. Wow. Wow. It, other other than that, I hardly, my Xbox doesn't get, I turn my Xbox on to check out the new update. Wow. <laughs> I want to see when the new update hits. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. Did the, the new UI
1: hit? Yeah. That's dope. The, I'll, I'll that play scene. that. I'll mess with that. Um. So, you know, what's funny is I'm exactly the opposite. Um, in terms huh. of your rationale for things uh i will get multiplayer oh, no, games really? multiplayer games will i will i almost always purchase on my xbox one um uh simply because xbox Live as a service is is hands down better than playstation network um nah. and in 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 my opinion which happens to be the correct one but um <laughs> <laughs> but um so, you know, when it comes to, to being able to play multiplayer, doing that kind of stuff, uh, Xbox One, I think, works better. Xbox Live works better. Um, and then when it comes to single-player games or games that I traditionally play by myself, then I'll look at getting, you know, putting them on the PlayStation. Um, and and if if I were to have to choose a console today... Um, having, you know, moving from the legacy gen to the current gen, I would buy an Xbox one. I think that the bundles that they have are much more aggressive. Um, I think that the functionality for the console itself is, is, uh, m- much more, uh, I guess nebulous and, or, 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 you know, just like it encompasses m- more things. Um, the TV functionality is great uh you know all all of the extra things that the that the Xbox One is able to do um i mean case in point if i want to watch twitch just like hey i like twitch i like watching twitch if i want to do that there's only one console that i can actually do that on i can broadcast twitch from both consoles but only one of them will allow me to watch twitch um you know i mean that that is that is great i think that Um, The message for the Xbox one was very muddy at its release, but the point was that it was supposed to be the one device that you need for your living room. And if you use it as such, you'll find that it is very capable of being that one device that you can have in your living room for Netflix and for HBO go and for your TV and for DVR and for, you know, and for gaming and for Skyping and for, you know, all of those different things that you wanna be able to do, you can do on that on this console that is is now very, very aggressively priced. So nice. I would get I would get the Xbox one.
0: Word. I would like to know that question from our community. We'll we'll put put that out to you guys and see what you all think about that. Let us know in our social media spaces, on our Facebook pages. Let us know. We'll post the question up there and you can definitely get at us and let us know. Um, You can also do it through our uh, social media business, which our brother Cicero, who is on the Xbox Uno. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: We'll we'll now share with
1: us. Uh, Social media businesses as follows. Uh, You can find uh, myself, and uh, my great captain Khalif Adams at stubby Stan or at Kajakins respectively on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show on all social media platforms at spawn on me. Uh, you can find our site at spawn dot spawn on dot me. Um, again, we talked about iTunes uh, stitcher player FM. That's where you can find the show rate, review it. Um, you know, those reviews really, really help uh, tell your friends uh, make sure you check out us on ESN.FM slash spawn on uh, spawn on me. Contact us on spawn on me, uh, spawn on dot me slash contact. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash spawn on me. And, uh, you know, help us out. You know, we're, we're obviously we need we need some help with with speeches and speaking <laughs> so that we can uh, we can be scabs when the voice actors go on strike. Um, so we we can get some voice lessons.
0: (laughs) That would be very, very dope. Uh, By the time this comes out, we'll be a day away from our latest uh, Patreon month. Uh, So again, thank you for everyone who has been so super supportive. Um, We're still working on getting some of that stuff in the back end fixed out so we can get you some of those rewards. Uh, Some of those have already been mailed out, so you should be getting that soon. Um, And uh, yeah, we had a dope show i'm happy that you all were with us yeah. and we rocked out our 80th show yeah. we're like 20 shows away from 100 already big, that's yeah. nuts yeah that is that
1: is bananas
0: that is bananas yeah. we we i was talking to some some dope cats uh who run uh get coins and die trying oh,
1: yeah Gatsby. <laughs> uh,
0: shout out to GatsPot. not Gatsby. oh no oh no
1: Oh, that's, gaming
0: nope. then th- then so. that's, that's gaming and then That's gaming and then some. These are the cats: uh, Hazy Rome, uh, Deep oh yeah, Boys, yeah, yeah, Deep Poison, big oh, Red,
1: yeah, yeah. My bad, y'all. Who,
0: what up? Who we're gonna have on the show very, very soon? Yeah. So keep a lookout for that. We just spoke to them last night, doing some some cool uh, discussions and stuff. Uh, so shout out to them. Listen to their show. You can find that. will be a show note, a show, a link in the show notes. Jesus Christmas um, and uh, word. We will all see you next week uh, again. Thank you so much for listening this week and every week. We love you, Bricago. Uh, We will see you in one week. Peace.
2: Peace.